This is PFA Conversations presented by the Professional Footballers Association. Grant, I've been fortunate enough to do my research on you. And when you've been asked about your non-negotiables, about what you ask from others, it's always respect, discipline, no excuses. I'd like to start, I guess, where how those principles were shaped in you. I grew up like this. Um, of course, um, I took this, these things from my parents. Both of my parents, um, they leave uh, Kosovo um, before the war and um, they were struggling a lot. So for them to, to come to Switzerland without anything um, was a lot of struggling. Um, but after this, they needed a lot of discipline, hard work, of course, to believe themselves as well. And um, this is what, what they gave me through, through my, my career as well, but not just in a football part, but as well in my private life. You've cited your father as a huge reference in your life. And for him, it was a dream that you got involved in coaching and took your badges. And I know you got early involved in the change room and stuff. But how early did that understanding of football and how thinking about how football works start for you? I mean, you had um, different type of, of coaches, uh, different type of personalities. Um, you had gentlemen, you, have, you had um, coaches that was more working much more than speaking. You had coaches that was more speaking than doing on the pitch. So all these different type of coaches. But um, for me, first of all, was a dream for my dad um, to start the coaching badges. But as well for myself, um, without fun, without to love this part of, of coaching, I will not do it. So I'm enjoying a lot. Started um, 18 months ago with, with a B license when I've been in Arsenal doing my A license here in Union Etatal since I came back to Germany playing for Leverkusen. And I'm enjoying day by day more and more. And um, for me, it's just to keep going, to, 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 give, to give the new generation something else, what, what I took from the coaches. And um, yeah, let's see what happened one day. I listened to one of your interviews and you said that your father was pretty like, demanding of you. And he said that you get to have a, a good game. Is that true still? Yeah, it's still the same. Nothing changed. How do you find that? Um, good, if I'm honest. I mean, um, it's a challenge for myself, yeah. But one day he will tell me that I had a good game. So this is my my challenge, me against me. I mean, of course, he tell you good stuff as well. Don't misunderstand me, but you have always something to, to criticize, but in a good way. So to understand as well why he's criticizing myself. But because he knows about football as well. If someone criticized me who never played before, who never coached before as well, it's maybe a different story, you know. But uh, because he has this experience as well, he did both sides, playing and coaching. Um, it's something that... What do you think will be the similarities and differences between you and him as a coach then? It will be it will be not a big difference, I think, because he was he was a coach as well with a lot of discipline, respect, and hard work. I think that's why I use always these three words because he took me very very early as well in the dressing room. I saw a lot of things how he was speaking, how he was coaching, on and off the pitch, you know. So that's why I think that is a let's say a plus point on my side that I saw this very, very early, early already, you know. 
you've played under some rather accomplished managers. You have Shabalons and Aufs, you had Arteta, you've had Lucien Favre, you had Unai Emery, you had Wenger who brought you to Arsenal. How have they shaped your understanding, evolved your understanding of football um, yeah, over the course of your career? How I say it, Arsene Wenger was more a gentleman. Uh, when he told you something, when he was speaking with you, he was like a type of a military guy, you know, listen to him and you know exactly what he wants. Unai was uh, my first Spanish coach, um, totally different than to Arsene, uh, much more disciplined as well, more, much more tactical. And um, yeah, Arteta and Xabi, they are a little bit similar, as well Spanish coaches where they see the football totally different than the other coaches, in my opinion. But you can, you can um, learn a lot of things from both or for all the coaches you have, you take all the puzzle, the little puzzle, and to try to put in myself. Of course, I want to be myself one day, but as well, I will take some puzzle for them, for sure. And when you've been higher praised with Arteta, obviously the tactical acumen is one of them, but you've talked about the touch, the feel, the smell. Is that something you think someone just has, just that, that little feel? I think so. Of course, you can, you can learn, you can coach about it. But um, in the end, you have to feel, you have to have it in your DNA, is my opinion. Um, I mean, Arteta, he knows both sides. He's been on the pitch, he's now outside the pitch. Xavi, the same. And um, to learn from these coaches, because they know, they know the both parts, I think give you much more credit. Because you know how the players feel inside. You know the, the feeling of passing, you know the timing, you know the, the, the passing on the wrong foot or right foot, for example. So it's small details. Where, where I learned about it, and um, this is what I want to give my team as well. Mikel, for example, he has his philosophy, and that's it. You know, this always change the side, the free man, let him jump, for example. Um, even to play always with a back four, never change your back five, for example, or never change like a 4 4 2 with two proper strikers. So you had this 4 3 3 with 1 6 2 8. Xabi is a little bit different, I think, that Xabi can play a back four, but he can play as well a back, back five, you know. But what he wants is always a two number six. Not running everywhere, but more of the time to keep the position. But I think that if, if you are a coach, you need your own philosophy, your own tactical, your own ideas. Mm -hmm. Of course, you can change always one or two, but you can't change so many things about it, you know? When you coach, when you have a, you have a set formation in mind, do you have like a, in terms of your overall philosophy, is that pretty clear to you now, or do you think that will be terrible? I like the formation 4-2-3-1 what I prefer but I will be not surprised with myself if I will play a five in the back like a five two three for example but in events which players you have I mean now with Leverkusen the five in the back is amazing because you have Grimaldo and Frimpong you have these guys they can run up and down is it similar like Juventus on the prime mm -hmm. you had Kelini, Bonucci, you had another center back, then you had the Lishan on the right, Alexander on the left. It was a perfect setup for them, you know? Yeah. But normally I prefer to play with four in the back. But 
you never know. You're now on your UFA license, as you mentioned earlier. How would you compare yourself to when you started about 18 months ago? Um, it's a good question. 18 months ago, you were thinking about much more which session I do today, what I give to the team. But in the end, it's not about the session. It's about the feeling between the players and coach to give them the confidence, to give them to feel well, what is well, to do them better. Um, day by day to improve, little by little. And um, I think this is the most important thing. And I'm much, I have much more freedom, much more experience. I mean, everything in the beginning is difficult, but with the time, with, uh, with the coaching, where I'm doing once a week um, since I'm here in Germany. And um, yeah, it's getting always better and better. You're here with David Bridges from the PFA as well, who also helped you on the UFA Bay license during your time at Arsenal. Could you just give us a little insight into the support you see from him and, and the PFA in, in that regard? I'm very thankful uh, for uh, David, uh, because I think our relationship from the beginning was something special. Um, he's a type of very open guy. Um, we can speak about a lot of things on the pitch, outside the pitch, what else is important. And um, yeah, he's here day by day for me. Even if I need to ask him late in the night, he give you an answer. He try to help you in a good way. But as well, he's very honest. This is what I like. Um, it's not about to tell me everything is good because I'm not so far, but as well to criticize me maybe, to tell me what I can improve. And um, I'm so grateful that I learned some, uh, someone and I know someone who is, who is um, in this type of role who can help me a lot. Without going too far, but do you think there's a connection with how you think more consciously about the game and your recent performances? Absolutely right. I mean, since I'm doing my coaching, um, I'm playing different as well. Um, maybe sounds sounds where, let's say that, but um, this is the reality and the truth. Um, I see the football game different. I look much more far than I was looking before, and um, this helped me a lot. I guess to a greater or lesser extent in life, we're faced with the predicament of walking away or staying put and working harder when faced with difficulty. I think what you've proven throughout your career is how well you've de dealt with adversity, which I think is a lot easier said than, than done. For all your obvious talent, which you wouldn't have come far, far without, how much do you think football and talent ideas about dealing with discomfort? I mean, a lot of people that are speaking about talent, they are speaking about football, but they forgot the mentality side, the, the other part of, of to, how difficult it is to be a professional footballer. Because um, I said it once and I will repeat it again. Not everything looks good from outside and is inside. It's a lot of hard work. You have still another part of, of private life, family, friends. Um, you can't be this guy who you want really to be. So you have to be very... Um, it's dangerous to go to, to be like you want to be, let's say that. Uh, but yeah, uh, it's so important to, to have this strong mentality as well. Of course, talent is important. The hard work is important. But I believe if you are not ready here, that everything else doesn't count. We're now back in the region where you first moved abroad as a 19-year-old. Um, what hope or message would you think a 19-year-old Granit Xhaka could learn from a 31-year-old Granit Xhaka? A lot of things. I was, um, of course, 19, first, first time away from my family, from my parents, from my brother. Of course, Germany and Switzerland have similar language, similar um, mentality, 
how they think, but still you are away. You are not at home. And this was my biggest problem in the beginning. I wanted too much. I was speaking much more than I, I was working. But this was the best experience I had in the beginning because um, I had my dad behind me. Um, I wanted to leave myself, but my dad, he was always behind me and say, if you leave now, you will always leave. That's why I think 2019, when the misunderstanding between the fans and myself with Arsenal was a big point to stay there and <clears throat> to prove the people that I'm the right guy. And um, without doing mistakes, you can't learn. And um, I did a mistake with 19, but what happened in 2019 helped me a lot. What happened in 2012? As a coach, can can you teach that aspect of it? Because obviously it is one of those where it's perhaps a bit of a learning by doing case scenario, but I've played with players who have been a lot more talented than myself. You've probably played with some players more talented than yourself that have fallen through because of that. How do you, I guess, hinder that happening? It's a shame because I had players that was better than me, talented and maybe working better than me, but they was not ready to play under 50,000, 60,000 people. They was not ready to, to have this criticize himself if someone says something bad about you. And this is the, the gap between professional and the next step to be a professional guy. And this is what I want to give my team, that doesn't matter what happened, believe in yourself, work hard and stay strong. Because um, if you are on this point to be a professional, it's a small step to be on the high level. And um, this is what, what I want to give a message, not only my team, but as well to the new generation. Towards the end here, all footballers find themselves at some point in their career thinking about what follows after their career. You're kind of in that phase now, even though you have many years ahead of you. What message would you have for players at different points in their career in terms of who might seek support from organizations like PFA in, in terms of planning for their future? I mean, planning for the future is so important. Um, I wasn't planning with 20 or 25 my career after because I want to play as long as possible. Of course, I'm doing my coaching license, but I'm still a professional footballer and I want to enjoy this part of, of being a footballer. But as well, I'm planning my future because, of course, you can play until 35, 36 or maybe longer. You have enough example there playing 38, 39, 40. But um, to have this planning of the future is so important. And that's why I started 18 months ago about my license with the help from PFA, with help from, from David as well, from FA. And um, it's an honor for me to have these people behind me and supporting me, even if I'm a professional footballer, to do the next step for myself. And lastly, Johan Cruyff said something on the lines of he would stop coaching when he stopped dominating in training. And I don't know if you've seen the viral clips of Xabi Alonso with the passing, and I feel like that is a bit the same with him. Can we expect something similar from you where we just see you threading those trademark Lace passes? I mean, Xabi was an unbelievable midfielder. He won everything, only the Europa League, not because he never played the Europa League. Yeah. Um, but otherwise, he's an example of a new generation of coaching, I think. He's not only on the meeting and the, the tactical board, but he's showing himself a passing, for example, this ball where it was um, going everywhere in the social media. And um, of course, this type of, of different feeling when you are his player, because you can see what he means. And um, to have someone like this, with this experience, with this personality, gives you a lot of confidence and just to do much more than you did before. Great. Thanks a lot. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. Thank you.